I was gone so long I forgot this show existed. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 116. Good Christ, it's been a while since I've been here. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 810, The Lost and the Plunderers, and I'm not joking, I kind of actually forgot this show existed. It's, it's, people have stopped fucking talking about this, this show. It is essentially dead. Uh, it's come out that that uh, Andrew Lincoln's going to leave the show here in this coming season, uh, which means we have a Rick Grimes death scene to look forward to. I assume he's not going to just going to drive off into the sunset or on a horse, you know, you just wander off the show. Or, or I'm going to move out to Minneapolis, and then he leaves, and then you just don't see him again. That's not going to happen. They're going to have to kill him. They're going to have to do it. Which they they set up the whole storyline of the of the, the comics, so I don't know what the fuck they're going to do there. Anyway. So, full disclosure, I haven't done the show in a while. I do apologize for that. I got kind of busy there with my spine and my back and my hip, going through rehab and everything, getting it fixed. It's finally back up and running. Uh, so am I. I literally ran today. I haven't done that in years. I haven't been able to. I finally feel healthy enough. I'm, I'm very excited. So I'm back. I, I've been busy with other projects. I'm, I'm working on things over in hell. We're, we're doing a TV show. We're doing tons of tons of tons of shit. Uh, a couple different shows, too, as well. Lloyd to Wonderland uh, movie review is now a video show on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Lloyd to Wonderland. Go, go, go watch that. It's, it's fun stuff. All the videos are on there as well. That's enough plugging. I don't give a shit. Um, anyway, th- I'm just kind of saying that's why I've been gone. I am back. I will get rid of, I will get, get rid of, I will get done with this season here of The Walking Dead and then move on to Fear the Walking Dead season four. I want to say four. I watched, full disclosure again, I have seen every episode for the rest of season eight. And I saw the first episode of, of Fear the Walking Dead Season 4, and I have all the notes. They've been sitting here for fucking months, and and I haven't touched them. And I just never got around to doing this, and I was I was on a good pace there, and I was like, yeah, fuck it. And I got busy with other stuff, and just too too much pain to keep going, and I just, just kind of lost track. Um, and then the, the soundboard broke for a little bit, and I got it fixed, and here I, I'm back. So I'll try to, you know fucking cap off the rest of this season here because I have quite a few to go. I'm going to speed round them, though, I'll be honest, and then uh, hopefully when I get back to... Because Fear the Walking Dead Season 4 is already at the halfway mark, so there's eight episodes of that out, too. So holy shit, I am way fucking behind. I have never been this far behind. I'm also ten episodes behind on the uh, Westworld Review show that I do. LAW The Westworld Review. Not The Westworld, it's not The West Wing. LAW Westworld Review. There we go. Um, so way, way, way the fuck behind. I just kind of moved away from these shows a little bit, mostly working on the Twilight Zone, mostly working on the podcast, podcast, and things over in hell video and podcast show. I mean, it's just the audio from the video, but you know what I mean? Anyway, I, I'm going to get into this. Um, this is the Lost in the Plunderers episode 810. I already mentioned that, uh, begins off with a Tarantino style, like Michonne, not shown on the screen. Uh, it's a little intro. It does that for the rest of the episode and only this episode. It's very fucking weird. I don't know why they did that. Uh, but they're all, you know, Alexandria got, you know, they threw grenades over and they're blown up and then it's getting, they're getting evaded. And the last we saw Rick, or not Rick, uh, Carl died. I had, I had to literally go back and watch the last episode to figure out what happens at the beginning of this one because my notes made no sense to me. So I had to get a frame of reference. And then I kind of skimmed through this episode so I knew what the fuck I was talking about. I'm glad I did because if I didn't, I would have no fucking memory of it. I finished this season. I finished season eight 
I have almost zero memory of it. It is so forgettable. I sat there and watched them and took notes, and I still fucking forgot because nothing of mem- memory ha- nothing that matters happens. I'm, I'm stam- stuttering and stammering because nothing fucking happens. It, it's so uneventful, so non, uh, so anticlimactic, and just uh, it, it's just it just is. It just is at this point. It's like a it's a, just a staple for television. It's just there. It's just there. It's wallpaper for TV now. It's just fucking there. You don't think about it after a while. They, I th- think that's why uh, Andrew Lincoln wised up and was like, ah, I'm going to step off this sinking ship right at the last second while he could still uh, was take, a, take a step onto like a fucking rowboat and get out of there. Like, ah, and he's just, he's just, you know, again, he's on his boat to Minneapolis, as I mentioned before. Anyway, so they're all killing, uh, Michonne is killing zombies at the gate. She's stabbing them. And I swear to fucking God, she stabs one in the head that I've seen her kill like a dozen times. It's this female zombie with the sunken cheeks. I swear to fucking Christ that that same female actress, female actress, not a male actress, the same actress has been stabbed and killed in this show 15 fucking times. I swear. I, fuck, I, I, I just feel it, you know? I don't have the proof. But I just have a gut reaction, because it's zombies, I have a gut reaction that this actress has played a zombie a dozen fucking times before and has been murdered. Anyway, they're, they're walking around, they're trying to, you know, trying to flee Alexandria because it's on fucking fire. And speaking of which, the, the goddamn gazebo is on fire still. And I'm like, it's, it's been burning all night long, and it, it's, it's, like, still... Like, everything else has gone out, but this goddamn gazebo is, like, must be soaked in something. Something preventing fire, but also something that keeps it, you know, so it can burn. It's like, shit, how the fuck is that thing still on goddamn fire? It's such a tiny little, tiny little structure, and it's still fucking burning, like, 15 hours later. Anyway, uh, they get in a truck. This is they, meaning uh, uh, Michonne and Rick. They get into a truck, and they drive away. Out of Alexandria, slow motion-wise, it's all sad. And I was like, hey, good thing the fucking zombies were kind enough to stay off the goddamn streets because they are all, like, in the grass. and The, the streets are, are just bare. Not, a one, not one zombie in the street. Just like, ah, we got to clear the road, guys. We keep getting yelled at. We can't be in the road, so we got to stay over here. Brains. Arr. Someone resuscitate that one zombie girl so we can stab her in the head again. Arr, fine. This, is, this seems tedious. How do we learn English? I don't know. We have a, we have a bizarre culture. Anyway, they're evolving. And then, uh, let's see, Negan, uh, we, we see Negan and Simon. Uh, Negan tells Simon to take care of the trash people and put them in line because Simon wants to fucking wholesale slaughter them. And he's like, you kill one and you put them in line. That's it. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's it, dude. And someone brings in a goddamn coffin and it says, like, we have 38 more or something like that. And then it's a, it's a body. It's one of their guys in there. And then he stabs him and then looks at Simon and then, and then it cuts. And I was like, that was... That was so uneventful. I will say this. Every scene that Simon, Simon is in, the show goes up in, in quality 85%. He is by far my favorite character to watch now. He is... I, I, I really do love watching him. He, they, he needs his own spinoff show. I mean, I have some bad news if you haven't uh, caught up with the rest of the season. Uh, some bad news in the Simon front, but uh, I, remember, I remember that he dies, but I don't remember when, so this would be a surprise to even me when I get there. But they could do a prequel. One of the few prequels I would sign off on because I would love to see Simon. Uh, the, the, I fucking love, I love that goddamn character. I love him to death. He, he kills it, and the show is, is so boring with that when he's not on screen. I, I, it's nice when Negan's on screen, but honestly, Simon is the shining star of this season. He really is. Um, Carl and uh, oh yeah, Carl wrote a letter to Negan and 
because Rick and Michonne are in the car, and then Michonne's looking through the letters, and she's like, oh, he wrote one to Negan. And, and then they're still driving, and Rick goes, Rick, I swear, Rick goes, I need to talk to J-Date. And I'm like, you need to talk to J-Date? You need to get in the computer and go on a Jewish singles website and find a, a, a Jewish mate? What the fuck? Oh, Jadis, the trash queen. <laughs> oh, the trash queen. I, I, I missed her in her monoslavic ways. Uh, they they go there, they go there, and then there's like blue paint on the ground, which is very exciting, and it, it, they keep fucking showing it through the rest of the fucking episode, and all this trash starts pouring down on them, and all these zombies come out of nowhere, and when they don't know who it is, I kind of like that they tell it out of order. Again, they're going for Tarantino style, and then um, the Carl uh, the Carl the the screen shows shows uh, Negan, and then we see Negan talking to Simon about like teaching the communities a lesson. And this is when the casket gets delivered. Okay. And then Negan screams at fucking Simon. And then I'm telling it out of order because I'm, I'm Tarantinoing this bitch. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't fully read these notes, to be honest with you. There's a whole fucking scene here where they're talking. And, and I already said this. Why am I even doing this? I just read my notes out of order. I apologize. What, I'm so unprofessional. I'm so out of touch and out of practice from the show. I haven't done it in such a goddamn long time. Anyway, Enid. My favorite character, Enid. I always love Enid, right? If you listen to this show, you know how much I love fucking Enid and her great acting and her... I, I don't mind her now, I'll be honest with you. Because the other characters have sucked so bad and they brought everyone else down to her level that I actually kind of like Enid now. Isn't that fucked up? That's fucked up. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. That's not, that's not possible. They, they brought her down to her level. But her and uh, Aaron are, go to the lesbian coven in the, in the woods where the... All that shit went down before with, uh, what the fuck is her name? I'm for, I forgot characters' names. This is great. I love this. I, I kind of don't care. Remember that one episode about that one character, Tara? And she goes into the lesbian coven in the woods, and she gets like, and she leaves? And that was the whole fucking episode? And you're like, what the fuck was that episode? What the fuck was that, Walking Dead? Why? Why did you do that to me? Why did you make me watch that? But anyway, they're back. And uh, the, her and Aaron get locked up to a radiator for all of, my original note said all of 42 seconds, and then I was, what I was re-watching, I go, no, no, I'm going to get the exact time. It wasn't 42 seconds. They get locked up to a radiator, and then the Are You Afraid of the Dark girl, who I always call the leader of the lesbian coven, comes in and lets him go. My note said 42 seconds. It was quite literally 82 seconds. It was almost a minute and a half that this happened. They got tied to a radiator, had a, so they had a little conversation powwow. A girl walks in and then un unlocks them. And I was like, that was so fucking anticlimactic. And they're like, oh, get him out of here. We're not going to kill him. Get the fuck out of here, you two. And then Enid decides to stay back with the woods, wood lesbians. And then Aaron leaves. And by leaves, I mean ducks down behind a tree like he's going to make love to the fucking tree. He's going to take a shit on it. I don't know which. Maybe it's one of the, one of the same if you're German. But I don't know what the fuck he's going to do back there. He's just like sitting there. And then it cuts. And, and it just fucking cuts. Because nobody gives a shit about this storyline. I, I like Aaron. I like Aaron as a character. But he has nothing to goddamn do. They are trying... He, the actors... I love Maros Marquand. I, I always say that. But he, he has nothing to do. They gave his character nothing to do. Here, go hang out with Enid in the woods with the woods lesbians. Have fun with that. And he's like, fucking really? And they're like, no, nah, you can hang out here by a tree. He's like, oh, good. I'll hang out by the tree. I don't want to go back to that fucking camp. It is so goddamn boring there. They tied us up to a radiator for 82 seconds. What the fuck is the point of that? Oh, my God. Simon. The screen says Simon in that Tarantino font. Uh, uh, this is my, my favorite scene of the episode by goddamn far. By a goddamn long shot. Uh, Simon shows up with all his guys at the Trash Queen's compound. Uh, the, the, he 
lets him know. Like, he's like, I want an apology. You get you worked with Rick, and I want an apology, and I just want you to apologize. And uh, the Trash Queen's like, we bring Rick to you. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, to kill. She, he's, like, he's like, no, no, you, you, you fucked us over. That's fine. Just apologize. Give us your guns. And then we'll, you know, let bygones be bygones. We'll, we'll forgive, forgive and forget. Isn't that an amazing deal? You should take that deal. And then after a while, you know, Trash Queen's like, yeah, fine. And they give up all the guns. And then she, he keeps, Simon keeps demanding an apology out of her. I fucking love him in this scene. Just go, go back and rewatch this scene. He is great. Um, and she won't apologize. She's like, there is remorse. And he shoots the, shoots the old dude. Simon shoots the old dude. And she's like, there is remorse. And then she, she, he shoots the, like, her lesbian lover, or who the fuck that was. And then um, she tackles him, and then the, they kick over that blue paint, and it lands on his shoe. And that's why they keep showing the fucking paint, because it wasn't, it was before. It was before. Now this is before. And before, 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 it was after, with, with Rick and Michonne, with the blue paint in the ground already. Now, no, we're seeing before. Now we're seeing before. Isn't that great? Isn't that crazy how it's out of order, like a Tarantino one, and they made it very obvious, putting the, putting the fucking character names on the goddamn screen like a Tarantino? Anyway, <sighs> I told they'd be doing the speed round. I am just, I just want to push through this. I just want to push through this. Anyway, uh, Simon kills them all. He, he says, light them up, and then they fucking kill all of them. And we, all we see is the fucking trash queen's face. That's all we see. And then um, later on, we see uh, it cuts back to Rick and Michonne getting... Uh, this will be later on, but it's also from before. But it's later on, and it's before, too. Anyway, Rick and Michonne are, are fighting the zombies. Uh, they, they push one down, and they start climbing up the, under the trash heaps. And one of the one of the zombies is too quick because it runs up to Rick, and then the actor Andrew Lincoln kind of like slipped, so the zombie just stood there and waited for him. And then right when Rick started climbing up again, the zombie was like, "Oh yeah, ah, I want I want flesh. <laughs> I'm t- my tum tum is rumbling." Rawr. And then the second Rick and Michonne get on top of the trash heap, the rest of the zombies, all of the zombies go, "Ah, what else we got? What else we got?" And they start wandering around. I'm like, this is not how the zombies react in any other way, <laughs> any other scene. What the fuck? They're supposed to keep going after you. They're not like, ah, they're up there. Fuck it. Moving on. No, you always see the zombies like, you know, walking in place against the, against the wall like a video game. Like when you set your video controller down and it pushes forward and your character's just moving against the wall for, for a fucking hour. Like that's what they're supposed to be doing. But no, these guys are like, eh, fuck it. They're so lethargic because they're fucking trash, trash zombies. Anyway, um, Jadis is at the top of the heap and she fucking drops the act completely. She just is like... Uh, you know, I used to come here and find scraps and fabrics to paint on. Now I realize the world is a canvas and we're the paint. We have a chance to evolve and change. And she's just talking in full sentences. She's not doing the monosyllabic shit. She really reminds me, and you can't convince me otherwise, that they didn't base her character in this scene and overall from, uh, off the wife from What Dreams May Come. You couldn't convince me otherwise. She looks exactly like her, bowl cut. Not the bowl cut all the way around, but just like the, the bangs, the straight across the, the forehead bangs, the long hair, and then uh, other than the bangs, long, like shoulder length hair. And then she's wearing like a long flowing like sundress, and then she's a painter, and she's super fucking depressed and crying. You can't convince me they didn't base her character off the wife from What Dreams May Come. Go look it up. She looks exactly the fucking same. Exactly the same. This trash heap is her hell now. And Robin Williams is going to come down and save her. Oh, anyway, um, and then Rick and Michonne are like, um, this is boring. 
you fucked yourself. You did this, and then they like they grab they grab these. I can't even speak right now. They grab these car doors and make shields out of them, and then they run through the crowd back out to the, uh, the those gates that open that little shipping container out to out to the outside. And I'm like, can't you just like go over the heaps and and out that way? Why do you have to go through the zombies? It seems very. Uh, I mean, it's kind of dangerous to walk through. Like, who knows what's in the trash heaps? Like metal and shit. I mean, Jadis, Jadis is up there, like, fucking barefoot. I, all I can picture is, like, her foot getting infected, and you're fucked in this environment. You are fucked. But, like, just go over and just avoid the zombies, because why would you go through them? There's no reason to. Anyway, fucking doesn't matter. Uh, there's a cool scene with Jadis where she walks over, and she sits on this little, in this chair, and she, like, whistles, you know, she makes the zombies come after her, and she's on the other side of a barrier that we don't see until it's too late when the zombies are walking into it. And it's like a trash compactor, like, it just shreds things, and they all walk into it in slow motion, kind of a weird CGI shot. I mean, it looks cheesy, but also kind of cool at the same time. Not like that fucking deer. Remember that goddamn deer from last season and the season before, or whatever the fuck it's called? That, that goddamn deer. I'm so angry about it still. Anyway, uh, they start grinding him up and, like, turning him into sloppy joes. And it's, like, spraying meat everywhere. Really pretty fucking gruesome. And then uh, Jadis walks away and then grabs, uh, like, a secret her secret container of a box of a- jars of applesauce and starts eating, drinking applesauce out of it. I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? Why, is she, why does she have a secret stash of applesauce that's labeled applesauce? And full of cans of applesauce. What the fuck is happening right now? Oh, the last scene is Rick. Uh, the screen says Rick. That's how we know it's Rick. Otherwise, I'd have no idea what character is on screen. But he he gets a hold of Negan, who we also saw earlier getting a radio call from from uh, from Rick. I, I'm just bored. <laughs> he reads Carl's note to him, and it's like this. Did I? I didn't even listen to this again. If he read it, I didn't hear it again. I skipped past it. I. Uh, I basically heard the part where Negan roasts Rick about him being his fault and how he fucked up and should give up because his cause is already lost. Fucking give up. You're a fucking loser, Rick. You're a goddamn loser. You're never going to amount to anything in this world. Your mother hates you. I do too. Get out of the house. That sort of shit. And then it's just fucking over while Rick sits there like... Rick... Uh, he drove me nuts in the sink because Rick just keeps going back and forth like, like with that crazy eyes and he's just like clutching the, the, the walkie-talkie to his hand. And he's like, no, you're going to die. No, you are. No, this is all Rick. This isn't a back-and-forth conversation. No, it ends when you're dead. No, fuck you, Dad. No, fuck you, old man. That's what it felt like. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why is he acting so, like, adolescent? This is supposed to be like a... He, he's a good actor. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just... This scene didn't do it for me. It was very weak. They could have had, like, a really good heart-to-heart because fucking Negan... Negan's amazing in this scene. He really is. He he's great. And then fucking Jeffrey Morgan made me go, wow. He actually cares about like because basically he tells him that Rick tells him that Carl died, and Negan's just like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Like that kid was great. It was the future. And you feel like again, I always mention this, but you you feel like Negan isn't just a two dimension, just a two dimensional villain like evil for the sake of being evil like he's misguided with his uh attempts but he actually wants the best he just is misguided on how to do it and he's fucking sinister in how he does it but he's not like pure fucking evil he's a guy that's the whole fucking point that's what makes negan such a great villain is that he's not just the governor where it's like well i'm lying and i'm gonna fucking cut you up and put you in heads and jars on my tv and like okay okay (laughs) like the, the governor's great too but Negan's way fucking better. We all we all know that. Negan, 
is still going in the comic book. We are so far beyond what we're watching here in the show, and Negan is still going. That's how fucking great of a villain he is. Even the even the writer knows not to do not to fucking touch him at this point. Like not yet. I'm not gonna. He's not gonna hurt him yet. That's great. I need to get out of here, don't I? Uh, I'll be back for Dead or Alive or. That's the next episode. Dead or Alive or. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's a reference in there somewhere. I'll have to read through my notes. I'm gonna have to fast forward to this fucking episode again. Oh, I just looked at my notes for that episode. It says the word swamp zombies. I can't wait to read that shit and rewatch that shit. God damn it. God damn it. Anyway, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Go to liwstudios.com. Check out the show. Check out the videos. YouTube.com slash Loitering Wonderland. Send me a message at loiteringwonderland at gmail.com. So long, citizens. <laughs>